The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again. With Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. It's hour three of In This League on Sportsman, a mightier 1090 in San Diego. Uh, like I said before, shout out to all you guys that are fighting the fires and, uh, you know, living through it. Our next guest is living through it. He's not as close as some people are, but he's definitely being affected by it. It's KC Bubba. Follow him on the Twitter at BDNTrick. And Bubba, I mean, are, are you are you okay? Like, how's your house doing and all that stuff? I know you're kind of in that area. I, I'm okay. I'm a little away from the hills, but like literally the next like exit off the freeway over, people are on evacuation notice, and guys have been moving their like animals and belongings to different locations the last like 48 hours. So it's, it's it's fun uh, right now, and that's very sarcastic. But uh, we've like about three or four weeks ago, we had a bunch of fires kind of north of us. I have pictures of friends' houses that. Almost burned down. Everything around their houses are, are gone, but uh, their houses are fine. And now it's uh, hit South County of where I live in Monterey County. So it's just uh, one thing after another right now. And it's just a, a, a haze of smoke for like the last month. That's all we've had here. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's made our weather great. Uh, you know, we've got the uh, we've got fires here in Arizona, too, that are, are not helping. But uh, the smoke cover has made it like 85 degrees. I walked yes. out the other day to leave and I'm like, Oh my God! It's amazing out here. That's I, how I, it was here. It was 115 on uh, Sunday. Oh. It was like it was 103 on Monday. It was, uh, and then it dropped into the 80s, and it was 67 today. Yeah, well, it was 115 because stuff is literally on fire. Yes. So, uh, you know, I hope everyone's being safe out there. If you got to evacuate, evacuate. And um, you know, we're we're hoping. Uh, you know, we're we're keeping you in our thoughts here. We got our our guy Scott G out there fighting the fires too. So. Uh, shout out to him, but uh, we got a lot to talk about here, Bubba, because we're recording this right after the Thursday night game, and I think it's pretty clear that all my anti-CEH takes are great. He didn't get 30 touches. What a loser. Only 25. What know. a bum. Yeah, what a bum. But obviously, that is uh, sarcastic. He looked amazing. The Chiefs picked up right where they left off from last year, so that was exciting. And I got to get your take on what's going on with OBJ because you said you didn't want to know, but I couldn't handle that. 
So I had to fill you in on what was going on with him. So we will dance around that subject when we come back. It's in this league on the sports grid and the mightier 1090. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this league, I'm Welcome back. It's in this league on the sports grid in the mightier 1090. I'm your host, Scott Bogdan. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogdan Sports. I'm joined by my friend, Doe, in hour three here, Casey Bubba. Follow him at BDNTrick. And Casey, fill in everybody on where they can find all of your great work. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, my stable is Benched with Bubba podcast, Benched with e- Benched ED, Benched with Bubba. Doing a lot of fancy baseball and some fancy football from time to time over there. Kind of uh, not as frequent as it used to be, but still pumping it out. As best we can. Um, I'm doing a lot of work at rotoballer.com. I do a daily MLB DFS quick hits podcast. I, I write an article Monday through Friday. I do an NFL DFS podcast, two point conversion podcast. I do an MLB podcast with Joe PCP, our buddy at Linestar. So um, I do that and uh, I do a golf podcast. There's so much going on. So follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick and I'll, you'll get everything you want there and more. So uh, check that out. If you want the real OBJ takes, you can get in there too. <laughs> you know, I just started that line star gig for football with Joe and it's yep. fun, man. I, it, fun. And it goes fast. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised at how fast it goes. It, we zip through it and I was like, good Lord, that was fast. So mm-hmm. um, that, that was a lot, a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, the OBJ story. I mean, we don't have to spend a, a bunch of time on it, but it was at least, just at funny. Least two minutes. It, it, so yeah. Uh, yep. Something, something number two receiver, something, something Browns. Cover two defense, just saying. Cover two defense. I mean, all the all of the uh, memes from NFL memes in particular have been just spectacular. So, uh, what you know, we don't have to dive in on the weirdness. I mean, it was a weird podcast and uh, some weird ladies that are you know having these accusations and stuff. And uh, Welsh told me that Deion Sanders actually spoke mm-hmm. to Odell about this yep. uh, and all that stuff. But uh, your favorite meme. If you can, if you can describe it by not getting me fired, that would be awesome. So, uh, <laughs> any way you you can describe that? Honestly, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I haven't seen many memes. I really haven't. I I, I was being serious because I I have not searched it still to this day. 
I have avoided it until you um, brought it up to me. I had an idea of what it was about, but uh, the wonderful world of Twitter, they let me know real quick, and then you gave me the whole synopsis there. I did find the Deion Sanders stuff very interesting because he um, claimed that uh, OBJ calls it dookie. That's what he calls it. So that's one thing they talked about, which is very interesting there. But uh, Dion said he would have believed it more if uh, OBJ was doing the delivering, not the receiving. So that's that's a really interesting situation. <laughs> but, hey, whatever, you know, whatever walk of life, whatever, whatever gets your rocks off, I guess, as they say. But uh, – yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I guess consenting adults and all that, but that's weird. I'm sorry. It is. No, it's very weird. It's very weird. I, but uh, I'm, I'm a judge-free guy. You know, just keep your, your your number two away from me, and you can do whatever you want. I'm, I'm a pretty judge-free guy, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't know about all that. That that's weird. So yeah, uh, I, I don't think the podcast was wild. Like I, I don't believe half of it because the way she was talking. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, come on. I mean, come on. You know, who are you going to believe here? I mean, OBJ is not the best source himself, but come on. You know, uh, now, if you would have said AB, I think we might be going somewhere with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's video of AB farting in his doctor's office and laughing about it, you know, all that stuff. Yep. But yep. yeah, by the way, when you said synopsis, was that, did you realize you said that? I just have a gift, Bogman. I have a gift. Okay. What can I say? It's, it's a gift that occurs sometimes. We're going to go with a gift on that. That might have just been my fat mouth talking. Somebody, I don't know. No, uh, I mean, that was pretty good. That that almost broke me right there. I have my moments. That was too funny, man. But yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, come on. If you boil it down, who needs more attention? OBJ or some ratchet chicks doing a podcast you know i mean come on it's it's, it's click it's clickbait at its finest but you might want i want to boil it down too much it might get a little runny so yeah. that could be a problem but uh, yeah. we don't want to go there i mean the whole twitter world picked it up with a napkin you know all yeah. that stuff so yeah made sure they um, wrapped it in a little bag and threw it in the trash can on the side that's of the right one of those green bags too so yes. you know what's in there uh yeah. but the thursday night football game uh you know by the way just came and went so quickly and we've been Building it up and waiting. We had no preseason, which, you know, are we still talking OBJ? Are we talking the football game? No, no, we're talking about the football oh, game now. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> no, no preseason. Um, all that stuff, it, it came and went very quickly. Uh, like I said before, we were actually thinking we had actually planned to start this uh, recording an hour later than uh, we are right now because that's usually how uh, opening day games go. There's a lot of penalties and, you know, there's a lot of that stuff, but. I think, I mean, you could even see at the end of the game, the refs were just not willing to throw the flags. I mean, there was a good. clear false start at the end of the game on a touchdown, and they're just like, no, it's good. It's fine. Let's just get this over with. So very, very strange. But um, what a debut it was for the Chiefs. They were, uh, you know, picked up right where they left off. Like I said before, they win this one 34-20 over the Texans. They look great doing it too. And I have been a... Um, not anti-CEH. I mean, I was big on him coming into the draft. I thought the landing spot was fantastic. And uh, I just didn't like him there with Damian Williams. Damian Williams opted out. I moved him up to my RB13 in my rankings, which still didn't make him an RB1. But when Leonard Fournette got cut, that bumped him up to an RB1 in my territory. And I didn't think he was going to have this type of a touch total, especially in his first game. Uh, 25 carries. 138 yards and a score averaged five and a half yards a carry. And at halftime, he was averaging about eight yards a carry. He looked fantastic. More impressive than him might have been that offensive line 
for the Chiefs. They were incredible. I mean, there were plenty of plays where he was ripping through arm tackles and, uh, you know, showing his balance. He ran over Bernardrick McKinney uh, in one of those big runs down near the goal line, too. Like, he showed vision. He showed balance. He showed power. He had it all. Uh, the only things that he didn't show was no catches and only targeted a couple times. That's a little bit concerning. And then the goal line carries. I mean, he had like seven or eight of them. Uh, he didn't need a goal line carry to get a touchdown, but I'm sure uh, everyone that took him in the first round would have appreciated a second touchdown, especially in week one, Bubba. So your initial thoughts on uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire in his debut. Yeah, he ran wild. He looked really, really good. I like the fact he gave the O-line a shout out. The big boys need some love too. So that's, uh, he, he found some very large holes to run through, and that was very helpful in his way. But when he found him, he burst through him, and he exploded. So it was very, very impressive. Like we were, we were hyped on the talent of Ceh. It was just a matter of how well would he, uh, you know, step into the league and make it happen at a full time back. And he looked great. But the one thing I will say is the Chiefs were out to a big league early. So yeah. it's, let's just see. You know, I'm not saying they're they're usually going to be in a lead more often than not. It's the Chiefs. We'll be honest about yeah. that. But at the same time, they were up like what three touchdowns at one point. It's that's where you could really just put your foot on the let's run the ball clock, and that's where it helped out. So I think realistically, like eighteen to twenty touches or carries a game is probably a little better, which is still outstanding. But uh, when you can feed him like this, it's a big week for him. The the no catches is a little concerning, uh, to be honest, but uh, still very strong stuff. I was doing Thursday night football with Bogman, uh, you know, over on my Patreon, and we were watching the game and having a great time. And I was a little concerned that, you know, they weren't pulling him out of the game. They were up big, but they also didn't pull Mahomes. So I was a little surprised, like, just they go to Pat Henny. Yeah, the that, that's the thing is I was like, what are you doing having these guys in here? And then our guy, Aaron, shout out to Aaron in the ITL Army. Uh, he's a big, big Chiefs fan. And, um, he said they just need contact reps, you know, and he's right. He's absolutely right. So um, he had a ton of goal line carries. I mean, the the only thing that I'd be worried about for CEH at all right now is if because he didn't get in the goal line, they start putting Darrell Williams in those scenarios. But I don't think they're going to. I think they're just going to let him keep doing it until he gets in there. I mean, that and that one, you know, uh, Sammy Watkins got uh, called back uh, for a touchdown because he was down at the half inch line or whatever. They gave it to CEH the first time. He didn't get it, and then they do that. They did that screen pass with the two giant blockers out there with him. I mean, it was kind of an obvious play. But then Sammy Watkins scores the touchdown. So uh, the Chiefs starting out with a bang, looking amazing. When we come back after this break, we're going to break down the rest of this game. Who looked good for the Chiefs besides Clyde Edwards-Lair, and um, what's going on with the Texans? You know, it's a little bit concerning with this first game, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to get easier next week when they play the Ravens. So, um, we'll be right back after this. We're going to be talking some Thursday night football. We're going to get Bubba's picks for these games on Sunday too. So stick with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Why the f*** is it called a... In this league. Because who could be scared of it? In this league. Yeah, just this nice bloke from down the road, isn't he? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hello, In this league. I just moved in. My wife has got better kiss I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. You're not having an heart attack. Welcome back, everybody. It's In This League on the Sports Grid. Please follow us on the Twitter, at Fogman Sports. From me, at PDM Trick, or Casey Bubba. Please check out the ITL Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army, where you can join us and uh, you know talk all sports all year long. We've got group me rooms for captains and LTs in there. Uh, I do Thursday Night Football every Thursday. Sometimes I do Monday. Won't be doing it this week because the Steelers play, but... Sometimes I get a social distancing in there. Uh, we answer questions all the time. You have direct access to myself and the Welsh. It's a lot of fun, and it just supports the show that hopefully you guys are growing to love because we love you. Uh, the rest of this Thursday night game, Bubba, we talked about Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and he looked amazing. Uh, I mean, I, I think you can kind of say status quo for Kansas City. Uh, 24 of 32 for Patty Mahomes, 211 yards and three scores. He looked like he was on top of it, didn't have to throw pretty much most of the second half at all. So uh, he just didn't. A lot of feeding Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, Sammy Watkins, you know, he did it week one last year. Yep. And for a couple of our guys, uh, he was a replacement for Mike Evans, you know, um, and he had seven for 82 and a touchdown for him. Travis Kelsey, six for 15, a score, and Tyreek Hill, Five for forty-six and a score. Demarcus Robinson did drop a couple. But, dropped a big um, touchdown too. First drive, yeah. of the, first, second drive of the game. Yeah, big touchdown. That play, what that throw was mm-hmm. one of the best throws I've ever. It just seen. shows you how good Mahomes is compared to everybody else. Like, they, I, like I know they try to say there's guys that are close to him, but there's not. There really isn't. Like he's yeah. that good. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's worth half a billion bucks that throw, but it it was. Yeah. Uh, it it comes pretty close to it, man. If anything mm-hmm. is, it was perfect. You couldn't put it in a better spot. Hit him right in his hands. I mean, it's a tough play for Robinson yeah. to make because there was good coverage. I thought Reed had good coverage on him, but Murray just stripped it right out of there. Uh, former chief, by the way, too. So uh, good on him. But anything um, that, that you saw out of Watkins, Kelsey, or Hill, I mean, you know, I, I Hill got the touchdown, but he didn't look very impressive up to that point. You know, Hill didn't look impressive. I know a lot of teams are going to try to, like, you know, shadow him or do whatever it takes to – to make you go elsewhere, and then lucky for the Chiefs, they have so many weapons to go off of. It seemed like it was like certain drives. Okay, this is the Watkins drive. This is the Kelsey drive. Okay, we're going to go back to Watkins again. And then throw a little bit to Hill here. 
they just picked apart the Texans defense wherever they wanted to go. I guess the bright side is if you want to look at it from like a fantasy angle or something that these guys, it's just proof that they can all be viable at one point in time when there's a lot of times last year where it felt like it was just Kelsey or it was just Kelsey and Hill. Like it was rarely the chance to have three guys go off. And like I said, if Robinson catches his, then he's got four for almost 50 in a score. Like they spread it out all over the place and it shows there's so much, you know, viability on this team. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So going over to the Texan side, uh, Deshaun Watson, 20 for 32, 253 yards and one touchdown, one pick, but he had uh, six rushes for 27 yards and a rushing touchdown. So any concern about Watson or was this just you open up against the Chiefs, man, that's a bad draw. Yeah, A, it was garbage time production at its finest. That's always a beautiful thing. They don't care when the points come. They just got to come. But um, with Deshaun, I was a little concerned early, but then I started thinking, okay, it's the Chiefs. I know there's no loud crowd, so you can't throw that into place, but you're still on the road Thursday night. You haven't played anybody. This team's a good, ferocious football team. And more importantly, he's got so many new pieces on that offense. Like David Johnson's new, obviously. His, his Cooks is new. He, he relied on Fuller a ton, 8 for 112. Heck, Jordan Aikens was, was like getting targeted a lot in the red zone. He was moving it around a lot. It was Fuller and then trying to figure out who else to throw the ball to. And yeah. that, that kind of shows you that he's not fully comfortable there because he hasn't had the reps like we need to have with these guys. Give him like week three or four, he'll be clicking just fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, Baltimore next week. So it doesn't yeah, get not, easier. That's why, I said, that's why I said we'll leave three or four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baltimore. And I went to look. I'm like, well, they'll get off the schneid. Who they got next week? Oh, it's Baltimore. Uh, so here you go. Start your uh, home. Uh, start your opener on the road against the defending champs and then go on your home opener and host the MVP. So uh, the schedule gods are not doing the, the Texans any favors in 2020, but uh, no one gets favors in 2020. We all know this. Whole world's on fire. There's a pandemic. It's great. So yeah. we all love it. At least we're so all much fun. So much fun. Uh, David Johnson, a different story here. And, and it was a little bit of a tale of two halves for him. Only had 11 carries because they were down so much so quickly in this game. 77 yards. He did have a very impressive touchdown. And he averaged seven yards per carry. Really good on him. And also three catches for 32 yards. So 105 total yards on 14 touches and a score. Looked real spry in the first half. Went to the sideline for a little bit, and everyone's going, uh-oh, uh-oh. But then he came back out there. So there was a play in the second half where he was running, and it looked like the quicksand David Johnson. But I, I, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say because of the second half that I'm down on him. He looked great, and he's really seemed to fit, and they split him out wide a couple times when they were down. So... They're doing some interesting things with him. So uh, is he getting better in your eyes for the rest of the season? Well, it's, it's a tough, tough thing to agree to just because we know with him, the more he gets banged up, the more it's going to struggle. But the reason I liked him coming into this year um, is they're going to give him 15-ish touches a game. And if you get 15 touches to David Johnson, they're not going to work him too hard. They're going to try to keep him healthy. And a pretty healthy David Johnson in an offense led by Deshaun Watson once he's clicking with the weapons on the outside – can be a very productive David Johnson because he, he's a very good pass catcher. We know that in open space. He can run between the tackles, as we saw tonight. Keep him healthy. And I think this is like – I don't know if he's going to be this good. Like He looked really good there for a while. But this is the kind of stuff you can kind of expect if they use him properly. That's a big if with the, the system over there in Houston. But I like it quite a bit. Uh, now, moving down here, speaking of guys to get uh, – Duke Johnson got hurt in this one. So uh, we'll have to see 
how, how much time he's going to miss. They said it was a leg injury. And like I said, we're doing this right after the game. So we don't know the extent of how bad it's going to be. So it's a, a leg injury for him. So we'll see, um, you know, that that's kind of the, um, that that's kind of the outlook there, but will fuller 10 targets, eight catches, 112 yards by far and away the number one guy for Houston here. And, you know, not surprising because he's the guy that, uh, that Watson has worked the most with. So even though he's missed a ton of games and Watson hasn't worked a ton with him because of all those missed games, but he looked great, especially in garbage time. Yes. Gear eight pounds, three ounce, sweet baby. Jesus keep will <laughs> fuller healthy. That's all I ask for. Just keep Will Fuller healthy. I have been the biggest, one of the biggest Will Fuller supporters year in and year out. I, I, I buy into him every year. This is what he can do. He actually can do more than this because he didn't break off the big ones like he can do. Like He's so talented. He's got a rapport with Watson. He could have had a bigger game tonight because Cooks is still kind of banged up, so he hasn't got the full uh, workload with Watson and whatnot. But Fuller's going to be a big weapon in this offense opposite um, Brandon Cooks. So just stay healthy. These are the things you can expect from me. He is this talented. What about trading him right now? Bill O'Brien is not that smart. No, 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 no. Fantasy. Oh, you trade. Oh, you trade him oh, in fantasy. That, that, see, that's probably the smart things to do. That probably is because we, <laughs> like, we, we, like in reality, trade him and trade David Johnson. Like just boom, gone. Make it happen. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the very smart thing to do. But uh, yeah, I mean they're uh, kind of the same guy in that respect too, yep. right? I mean you're not gonna healthy, get. They're awesome. They don't stay healthy. Yeah, you're, you're not going to get what you expect. So uh, You can still get like 90 cents on the dollar right now, which is going to be a lot better before they go on the IR. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, Jordan Aikens got a lot of buzz from camp. You know, they're saying he looked by far and away uh, the best receiving tight end on the team. Now, he's not going to outsnap Darren Fell. Darren Fells is too good of a blocker, so he's going to be in there. But you mentioned this before. They were looking to him a lot in the red zone. So uh, it looks pretty good for him right now. Your thoughts on Jordan Aikens moving forward? Is this a guy that, you know, maybe if you didn't take a uh, a tight end early that you're going to perhaps put, you know, not a ton of fab on, but maybe, you know, five bucks or something? He's going to be that guy that, you know, by weeks when you're looking for a guy or if you have tight ends getting injured, he's definitely someone that could come into play. I remember we've uh, – it was last year. I can't remember who the other tight end. I believe it was a big old white guy that they had their opposite of Fells, and he'd have like a couple weekends where he'd catch like two touchdown passes or something. I think you think of Jordan Thomas. Not a white guy, but yeah, same same oh, principle, like a okay. red zone guy only. Yeah, yeah that's same fine. thing though. They always had an opposite. Like Fells was kind of between the 20s, then they had a red zone tight end. They did it all the time last year. So I could see him being very viable on a bye week for sure. Um, is he a must? No, not by any means. He's not going to have the massive catch t- catch amounts. He's not going to have the massive yardages. You're relying on the touchdowns, but uh, – he could be somebody along those lines. I wouldn't spend a ton of fab on him, though. Uh, Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks. Two for 23 for Cobb on three targets. Cooks had five targets, only two for 20, though. And we didn't see Randall Cobb until late, late in the fourth quarter. So uh, your level of concern on both those guys moving forward. Cooks is just banged up. Get healthy. I have no concern. I'm actually impressed he got five targets. And get, get on the page there, maybe get four catches for 40 out of that. And you're thinking things are a little better there. Randall Cobb is going to be what Randall Cobb is. He's the number three receiver. He's going to have some big games once in a while. When Fuller gets hurt, he might have a bigger role. I'm not going to be too uh, over like over aggressive on Randall Cobb. Cooks will be fine. More impressive in this game, uh, the O-line for the Chiefs or Clyde Edwards-Alaire? I'm going to say the O-line for the Chiefs because Alaire ran great and uh, Patrick Mahomes stayed clean. 
Yeah, you know, uh, only one sack for Mahomes. I am going to call it a draw, though. Uh, I think it's it's so close. And, and Clyde Edwards-Lair looked amazing. He was awesome. He was awesome. He was really, and the talent has always been there. I was just concerned about touches moving forward, and he got 25 in this game. Is he going to get that every game? I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe. You know, a Andy Reid has uh, he he's talked him up, and we know that he really really likes Clyde Edwards-Lair. So I'm more than willing to say that I was wrong about him. But I still think, you know, paying a mid first round pick for him, he has to get 25 carries a game or 25 touches a game to give you that value back. But uh, when we come back, we'll be taking a look at the Sunday matchups and Monday night matchups and getting Bubba's takes because you've already heard the Welsh and I pick these games. So this should be a lot of fun. So stick with us. It's in this league on the sports grid. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. Welcome back to the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogdan. Follow me on at Bogdan Sports. Follow Casey Bubba at BDentric. And Bubba, are you ready to do some picks? And Let's I'm, go. I'm going to keep way better track of it this year as well. So uh, we will start out, you know, the Welsh and I have already done ours. Uh, so I won't bombard you with my picks. I'll just let you do yours. And then I'll reveal if I'm following you uh, or not after this. So this should be fun. We start out Chicago at Detroit. Detroit is a three-point home favorite. The line dropped from 44.5 to 42.5. What are what are your thoughts on that first one? I got Detroit winning this game, and I think it's a lot higher scoring than people think. So I'll take Detroit and the over. I think you'll see a little more offense on two teams with uh, pretty rough defenses and in past ex experiences, both actually do very well offensively against each other. So give me Detroit and the over. I took Detroit and the under. Very few games under for me, though, this week. Yeah, I think a lot of offense this week with the no preseason. Lots of offense. Yeah, yeah. The offense seems to be ahead of the defense yes. if uh, that first Thursday night game tells us anything. Uh, the next game we go to here, Baltimore hosting the Cleveland Browns. They are a seven and a half point favorite. Forty eight and a half is the over in that one. Yeah, I just talked all about the over situation, but I'm going to take Cleveland and the under in this one. I think it's a, it's a little closer than people think. I like the Cleveland. The Cleveland's defense is an elite, but it's better than people expect. Baltimore is going to run the clock out. So if anything, it just limits the possessions in this game. So give me Cleveland and the under. I'm going opposite of you on that one. Baltimore and the over for me. Uh, Lamar Jackson with a fully healthy Marquise Brown, fully healthy Mark Andrews. Everyone's healthy week one. We love that stuff. I think it might click on all cylinders. So I got Baltimore and the over. I hope you're right, though. Uh, yeah, Green Bay at Minnesota, Minnesota, a two and a half point favorite 45 and a half is the over on this game. Aaron Rodgers revenge tour begins this weekend. Give me Green Bay and the over in this one. I actually like a lot of offense in this game. If you're playing DFS, I think it's a fun one to attack Thielen basically with no one else opposite him. Should get fed often. And on uh, Green Bay side, you got Devonte Adams, maybe some Lazard. I got Green Bay and the, and the over on this one. 
Yeah, opposite of me again, Minnesota and the under for me. Remember, Minnesota just opened up so well last year. Yeah. And that, that game is just, it's going to be burned in my memory for a long time because remember, they only had 11 uh, passing plays in that game because they wanted to run it so much. So that's kind of why I took the under. I think that's Zimmer loves to establish the run, especially early and play off that for the rest of the year. So uh, we'll see, though. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not to be messed with. So I uh, absolutely got to respect him. This one is most people's survivor pick. The Colts are on the road against Jacksonville. They are seven and a half point road favorites in week one. Forty five and a half is the over going to be uh, going to be an interesting one, I guess. Yeah, Indy should win this one rather easily. I'm still taking Jacksonville with the points in this one as a, a little backdoor action for uh, Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville, but I'll take the over in this game. I think there will be points. Um, Indy should be able to do whatever they want for the most part, especially those big uglies up front. Phillip Rivers' first game there, getting to acquainted with Doyle and, and Hilton and company, and maybe Jonathan Taylor's coming out party early. But uh, Jacksonville covers, game goes over. You got the Colts in the over here, but uh, I hope you're right about that. Uh... Uh, about Jacksonville being within seven and a half points because that'll make a lot of people in their survivor pools very, it's very always fun on uh, the early Sunday morning of week one when people are sweating, losing all their money. So it's fun. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. This is an interesting one. P and I disagreed on this one when we were talking about it earlier. Uh, the Raiders at the Panthers in this one, Las Vegas, three point road favorites, 47 and a half is the over in this game. What do you got in that one? Yeah, I don't understand how they're favorites in this game. Uh, haven't they done the math on the Raiders going east? That's like a thing, people. I'm just kidding. But uh, it is. Um, give me Carolina in the over in this one. Carolina wins outright at home on their home opener. Ooh. Eddie Bridgewater doesn't give up. doesn't turn the ball over because the Raiders' defense is horrible to begin with. Um, CMC goes crazy. Carolina and the over. I got the over in this one, uh, but I did take I did take the Raiders. What yeah. is it you see in the Raiders that you like so much to go on the road week one and win and cover as favorites? A uh, bad, bad, bad defense from the Panthers with a well, lot so, of young guys. So it's just, is it just two bads for the Raiders and three bads for the Carolina Panthers, or how's it different? <laughs> well, look, the Raiders <laughs> paid to upgrade. You know, they got Littleton, they got Kwiatkowski, John Abram, who they lost week one last year, is coming back in a starting safety spot for them. And uh, you add rugs to this. I, you know, you, do you remember what Marquise Brown did week one last year? Oh, yeah, he popped off in a big way. Yeah. That's Henry Ruggs this year. Uh, well, we'll see. Lamar Jackson's a lot different than Derek Carr, too. Very true. But if Derek, <laughs> but Derek Carr, you don't have to get, you don't have to get the ball to Rugs in, in too much space. You get him, you get him a sliver of light, and he's taking it, and it's yep. going to go real far. So, uh, I, I, I honestly, it might be just my excitement to see Rugs. That might be why I took the Raiders. Uh, but I think Jacobs is going to have a huge game. I agree with that. that. I think Jacobs. Yeah, and it's scary because if you think CMC and Jacobs both have big games, you might want the under in this one. But yeah, that's very true. But it's week one, and it's yeah. weird and COVID, and there's going to be uh, dumb turnovers with these two teams. They're short fields. Like it's going to happen. I mentioned this before, so I'm sorry for you guys that have already heard it. But I, I saw a tweet earlier that said the 2011 lockout uh, was the closest thing we had to you know less playing time. Camp started late that year and all that stuff. Uh, 12 of 16 games went over week one. Yeah, I believe in it. that year. So uh, I, I think, you know, COVID is obviously different because we could see some teams come out and just be a total slop fest, you know, and be absolutely ugly. But we got to get to the rest of these games before the end of the segment here. Miami at New England, New England minus six and a half. 42 is the over in that one. Miami and the over. 
Not Miami in the Not even a homer pick. Miami's actually a good football team. I think the game stays close. He's a P. It took Miami too. So people yeah. are on Miami. Uh, I took New England because it's New England. Uh, they'll win. They'll go. They'll, they'll go to Miami to, and lose. Yes, later. that's what they always do. But Belichick wants to prove a point too. It kind of scares me at times. He wants to. Uh, no, no Brady wants to prove a point. Lowest over of the week. The Jets are on the road against the Bills. Minus six and a half for Buffalo in this one. Thirty nine and a half is the over. Buffalo and the over. Samesies. Samesies on that one for sure. Uh, Philly at Washington. Philly, a five and a half point road favorite. 42 and a half is the over on that one. I love this game for DFS. It's over for sure. I think this is a just back and forth shootout. But give me Washington to cover at home. Haskins makes a, an improvement to year two. Still not great, but he does enough to keep them in this football game. Give me the over and the Redskins. Or so the Washington I, football team. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, I did it. I did it on Line Star. So, uh, you know, they they they're the team. I mean, look, they have no right to find anybody. But remember mm-hmm. how uh, I think it was the Chargers when they first went to L.A. Or no, oh, no, yeah. it was the the Rams when they first went to L.A. They were finding people a dollar or whatever. Uh, no, you know what? It was the Rays when they took Devil out of the Rays. Yes, yes, that one. That was even worse. Yes. Um, Seattle on the road at the Falcons. Seattle minus one and a half, 49 and a half. Uh, big, big over on that one. Yeah, give me a on the road in the dome. No fans helps a lot. Give me Seattle on the over on this one. Samesies, right? Lockstep with you. The Chargers at the Bengals. Chargers road favorites, minus three and a half. 42 and a half is the over on that one. This one's interesting. The Bengals defense just doesn't do it for me. Chargers on the road. Tyrod Taylor. This is a tricky one. I'll take Cincinnati losing by three, losing okay. by three at home and give me the over on this one. Uh, same G's on that one. I did take Cincinnati straight up though. I think I, I, I think, wouldn't be surprised, but you're a Burrow fanatic. So you're, you're a believer. I'm a little bit of a Burrow fanatic and I'm excited. They play Thursday night next week. So that's going to be Ooh. a lot of fun to watch. Where do they play your Steelers? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a little bit into the season. Uh, Cardinals at the Niners. San Francisco minus seven, 48 and a half. The over on that one. If it gets played in San Francisco this weekend, it'll, we'll it'll, get, it'll get played. It, it, it will, see, they're in Santa Clara, people. You got to remember that. Um, okay. Arizona and the over. Seems he's lockstep. We're, uh, we're in San Arizona pushed San Francisco twice last year, made them very interesting games, and they were shootouts. Do it again. Uh, Jimmy G for DFS, too, because uh, he had three 300 yard games last year. Two of them were against the Cardinals, and one of them was a 400-yard game. Yeah, play Watkins and Kittle because no one's going to play them because they're afternoon games and they're expensive. Play them. Uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans minus 3.5, 47.5, the over on that guy. Welcome to the division, Tommy Brady. Give me New Orleans in the over. <laughs> Same these again. Lockstep here, Bubba. Uh, the Rams hosting the Cowboys opening up that brand spanking new stadium. Dallas minus 3, 51.5, highest over of the week. Yeah, this one's it on paper should be an awesome football game. It sucks. There's no fans. Give me the Rams at home. And I'm going to say the over. That's a large number, but both these teams' offenses can explode. Give me the Rams in the over. Lockstep one more time. I also took the Rams in the over in this one. I think they want to uh I th- I think they want to win that first home game. You know, that would be a lot of fun. That is a beautiful stadium too. It sucks that uh they can't fill it up week 1 cuz it is gorgeous. My Steelers on the road against the New York football Giants. They are five and a half point road favorites, 46 and a half the over in that game. Give me the Giants covering. 
Giants covering. Ooh. And uh, I'm going to take the over again on this one. And trust me, listeners, I don't always take the over. I just don't see much defense played this week at all. So you, give me the Giants and the over. You want to know how many unders you've taken? One. One. Ask me yeah. how many unders I took. Two. Two. Yeah, yeah. 100% <laughs> correct. 100% correct. You don't have access to this sheet, do you? I'm like, yeah. are you looking at it? No, no. Uh, I'm just Tennessee at Denver. Tennessee road favorites again, minus one and a half, 41 and a half the over in this one. Uh, Denver just losing Von Miller for the year. That sucked. Bradley Chubb on a pitch count. Uh, what Cortland are you thinking Sutton in this one? Up shoulder. Yeah, Cortland Sutton messed up shoulder. He's going to be okay, though. You know, thank yeah. eight ounce baby Jesus. We're yeah, we're happy. Exactly. I have so many thank, sudden chairs. It's ridiculous. Thanks for touring all everybody. Um, <laughs> give me give me Tennessee. Mister Ryan Tannehill continues things with Mister Henry back there. But give me the under. Tennessee in the under. All right, that's fair. So you took two unders too. All right. So if you were laying down your cold hard cash, do you have a lock of the week? The Welsh and I like to put uh, three games on a parlay. You can take over unders too. If there's any game that you really prefer there. So uh, anything you got? I like the um, over in uh, Philadelphia, Washington. Okay. That'd be one I'd take for sure. I like Arizona plus seven. Okay. And I like New Orleans minus three and a half. Uh, that Arizona, uh, that's an aggressive one. I like it. But you really like the way that the Cardinals played the Niners last year, huh? They played really well. Like you think about the games they played poorly is when Murray was banged up. He's healthy. Yeah. Folks. Like just yeah, think he, about it. Everybody's healthy week one. You know, yeah. that we just saw Sammy Watkins have another great David week one. Johnson. <laughs> David Johnson. David Johnson looks spry. Everybody's yeah. healthy week one, man. You know, yeah. uh, all the guys that are off the injury report. Now, I did see Dr. Chow talking about, you know, pro football doc on the Twitter, if you guys are unfamiliar. But uh, I did see him talking about how it's, you know, week, week one and all that stuff. These guys are, they're ramping up their physicality in practice. So that is why we're seeing, you know, Kenny Galladay with a pull, you know, uh, Montgomery got hurt a little bit earlier, Sutton real, diving for a catch. Real quick before we hit break, it's funny you mentioned that because I heard Aaron Rodgers on McAfee this week. He's going to be on every Tuesday, which is going to be awesome. Oh, wow. He said the Packers aren't hitting people because they want to stay healthy because if you don't know how to tackle by this stage of your career, you don't know how to tackle anyways, so we don't have to prove it. And he said he's hurt other teams that are going full contact. You just named some of them. Oh, man. Uh, that – well – Let's not forget, did you see any of BYU Navy last Monday? A little bit, yes. Navy, no contact practices at all. And yep. that, I mean, they're obviously not professionals. They haven't been, you know, playing football for 10 years or any of that stuff. So uh, less experience, but that is surprising to hear. I'm, you know what? I'm hyper on the Vikings now, 100%. So that's going to be interesting. When we come back, we're going to end out the three-hour tour and uh, we will be right back after this break. Stick with us, everybody. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to In This League. In the dark. 
Welcome back. You guys hear Endless Love. You know what that means. It is the end of the three-hour tour. Uh, thank you, Bubba, once again for coming on. Follow him on the Twitter at BDNTrick. Follow me at Bogdan Sports. Follow the Welsh at Is It The Welsh. And we only got a couple minutes here to end it out, but uh, let's get your Super Bowl pick and your MVP pick. Let's at least get those in there. Yeah, this is going to be pretty lazy because they did it last year, but I really don't see the Chiefs stopping as long as Mahomes is standing up. I really don't see them stopping. So I'm going to take the Chiefs again. I think they have a, a, quite the, the dynasty potentially building there in Kansas City. Who are they playing? Like nobody. Oh, in the Super Bowl. In, <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, Bowl. you look at the <laughs> AFC West, nobody. Um, in the Super Bowl, that's that's the fun part because the NFC is actually challenging for the most part. But uh, give me the Saints. The Saints should have got there last year. They kind of got job. Give me the Chiefs and the Saints in the Super Bowl. You got uh, my Super Bowl pick, but I have the Saints winning. So, oh, wow. See, I don't know the sheep, people. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yep. The, the, I've got the, the same pick, KC and uh, New Orleans, but I do have – I got New Orleans winning. Yeah, so. that, if we can get that game, that game – and by then, they'll probably be like at least 30% fans or something. That'll yeah. be awesome. Oh, that'll be good. That time. The NFL so will February, By February, we might have full capacity if we really yeah. want. <laughs> yeah, we might. At least 50% for the Super Bowl, man. How expensive are those tickets going to be, by oh, the way? I want to know how much the Chiefs games tickets cost. Uh, they were actually fairly cheap. They were oh, on sale before before the game. It was like two hundred bucks to get in. Oh wow! So you know, not not too bad at all. How about MVP for you? Well, if I got uh, the Chiefs winning, I got Patty Mahomes. Like, yeah. like yeah, that that's my whole theory. If he's standing up, they're winning. He's doing what he does. He's a, he's the MVP. Like, yeah, yeah, I got that. Do you have any uh, real quick on? Uh, uh, how about Rookie of the Year? After that, <laughs> does it have to be Clyde edwards helaire yeah, It pretty much has to be. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. That, that's yeah, it's gonna be him. You know who I? I got Joe Burrow. So, which I, I actually prefer to be him if possible. I would love it to be Joe because I would want to see the Bengals be good, which means they beat the Steelers. I, I don't want to see that at all. I love the escalator of sadness, but uh, Joe Burrow's really good. Uh, I mean, just that that transformation he made last year made him great. Look at me gushing about stupid Bengals players, but that's going to wrap it up for us. We will see you guys next week. Like I said, if you're in fire range, stay safe, everybody. Uh, hoping we're getting out of that pretty soon, and we will see you guys next week. Take it easy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.